Marg sat with Edith and Alice on the doorstep of her home in Whittaker Avenue, Blackpool, the street where they'd all been born within a week of each other. Sitting like this was something they'd always done, huddled close, drinking mugs of hot cocoa, giggling over nothing and finding comfort if they needed it, whilst around them neighbours called out to one another, chastised kids or had a blazing family row. Normal life for this street. But now, since the declaration of war, nothing was normal. Blackout curtains stopped any light from splashing onto the pavement, and closed doors blocked out the snippets of the neighbours' lives. There was a feeling, too, of having the rug pulled from under you, that you were no longer safe and could be torn apart from loved ones at any time. Already, Philip, Edith's husband, a language teacher at the posh Rossall School, had been conscripted into a position in the war office, and Edith didn't know from one week to the next if he would be home with her for a day or even a few hours. And Harry, Alice's brother, had received his call-up papers, though suddenly going down with appendicitis had delayed his departure. But despite these upsetting events and changes, daily life had gone on. You know, I reckon this street'll always stay the same. Nothing'll change the routine of those who live here, even if the menfolk go to war. The women'll carry on busy budding into each other's business and shaking their heads in disgust if anyone's doorstep hasn't been scrubbed by ten in the morning, borrowing a bowl of sugar from each other, and being ready to drag anyone's name through the mud to fuel their gossiping. Ah, you're right there, Marg. And yet, they stand firmly by each other's side if the chips are down, as they have by us at times. Ah, they have, Alice, Marg sighed. I just feel uneasy about everything. No one spoke for a moment. Marg let her mind dwell on what war would be like, and what it would mean for them all and for their loved ones. Edith nudged her. Hey, no quiet moments, we said, remember? This jolted Marg out of the sadness that had threatened to engulf her at the thought of it all. She giggled and hitched closer to Edith. <laughs> Sorry, lass. I know it's difficult not to mull over things, but think of something good like it only being two weeks to your wedding day, Marg. Oh, don't remind me. I've a lot to do yet. But the worst thing is having to face meeting Clive's parents for the first time tomorrow. Well, about time, I say. Eh, you've been seeing Clive for two years now, and you ain't yet seen his house or met his parents. Aye, I know, Alice, but with us being just friends till recently, there never seemed the need. Besides, with Clive being a widower, he had the feelings of his kids and his mum and dad to consider. For all that, it took a long time for the pair of you to wake up to what we all knew, lass. But it happened in the end, and Clive's a lovely man, and... His kids are adorable. I just know you'll be happy, Marg, and I'm that glad. Ta, Alice. I know I will, but, well, everything's going to be so different. No talk of war, or of you moving across to the posh end of Blackpool once you're wed. Only meeting your new mine law on your wedding day is allowed. <sighs> Not talking about it won't make it go away, Edith, love. You know that more than most. Every time I've seen you, you've been bright and cheerful when you don't have to be, not with us. 
How have you really been since Philip had to leave? Edith let out a huge sigh. Oh, lonely. Tear-filled. But I have the kids to help me through, and they need me to help them to cope and all. Poor things are missing Philip on top of missing their own families. Bye, Edith. You were brave to take on three evacuees, lass. Mind, Mandy, Alf and Ben stole my heart when they landed on the station that day, when we were helping your mine loan the WRVS. And now it feels like we've always had them around. But it can't be easy for you, nor them. Just say if you need anything, as you know we're here for you. I will, Alice, last tar. But it ain't all doom and gloom for me. I do have some hope of good news. Remember that I told you three weeks back that I was late with my monthlies? Edith gave a little giggle. <laughs> well, I still ain't started. <laughs>